Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy Award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey, this is Pam Perry. So welcome to Get Out There, Get Known. As you may have listened to a few of the podcasts, knowing that I have been doing publicity for a few decades. And so today I really want to give a real heads up, I guess you would say, about PR. First of all, publicists do not have a magic wand. They do not have little sprinkle dust that they put on top of our clients so that they get PR. It is work. So first of all, what is publicity? Publicity is when you are pitched to the media and they pick up the story. Keyword story, keyword pitch. So how do you make yourself pitchable? <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about today. How do you make yourself pitchable so that the media will pick up your story? And I will say that overall media relations is that nebulous thing where people are trying to figure out how do I get in touch with the media? How do I get in touch with the media? So one of the main things is that being on LinkedIn is a great way to really be on the media and uh, to get in touch with them. So a lot of my media friends are on uh, LinkedIn, they're on Twitter, and I say over and over again, please get on, please get on Twitter, please get on LinkedIn, because that's where they hang out. So let's kind of go over some of the media, I guess you would say, some of the media misnomers. One, they think that immediately when I have a book, that the media is going to pick it up, and that's news, right? No, they, books are every day, all day. What makes it different? How do you spin it? How do you make the pitch? How do you make it interesting? And so one of the key things is that you have an event. That's not news either, unless the event has some big celebrity there, then obviously that'll work. But really, you have to understand who your target is, what problem you're solving, how you're unique and different compared to the other things that are out there, the other quote-unquote influencers are out there, and then also to why the media would care. So if you do write a press release or you do pitch, just think like, why should they care? Because it's not just them that you're pitching. You're pitching their audience. So think about why would their audience care? We already know why you care, because you want the attention, you want to get known, you want to get out there, you want to get seen. But it's not magic. It involves some work. And so a lot of it involves branding. Branding, meaning that you're a consistent message over and over again. It is a messaging. It's almost like running a campaign, just like someone would run a campaign for uh, political office. You're putting out messaging in your campaigning. And so everything along the way of that campaign is a touch point. And then finally, all of these touch points together give the overall experience about, hey there, uh, <laughs> I see uh, Leroy there. Welcome, welcome. Always giving us value and richness. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, and 
not Dr. Soon. It's going to be Dr. Soon. It'll be uh, around November 20th is when I get the honorary degree. Uh, the, the main thing is that when you spend some, and this is where this is coming from about the real talk about PR, people understand about social media and they know how to work it and they have been working it and they can see the results. But when you're leveraging media, it's going through a journalist that is really, they're run by ethics. They are looking for stories. It They have journalism training. We go straight to our customer via social media. You don't have the filter. You don't have that gatekeeper. But the gatekeeper is there not to keep you away, but to really give the best to the audience. It is something that a journalist runs by, that they, they have uh, ethics about, that they are trying to put together the best stories. So I have friends that are producers and editors and things, people that are reporters, and they're very stringent. They have to have different sources to verify things. It has to be a story that is relevant to their audience. It can't come off like a sales message. Even though we want to sell something and PR is part of the entire marketing process, publicity and PR is not to sell things to that audience. It is to inform and to educate, sometimes entertainment, maybe on TMZ, but it's really to inform and to educate their audience. So the more that a reporter or a publisher or a producer or an editor does that, the better job they're doing. So I'm going to step back a little bit. It is a business. They are hired to do a job. They are to do an excellent job. Investigative reporters are, are just, those are the people that I just love and adore. So the more information you can give them to make their job better, easier, and interesting for their boss, the better they're going to love you. So when you pitch someone that I have a new book or that I have a, a grand opening or I just launched a product, tell them why that's important to their audience and why it's relevant. Because if you don't, it's just a sales tool. That's the advertising department. That's not the journalist. So the real thing about PR is making sure that there is a story. So this is the same thing of when I coach my um, clients that want to write books. The way you know that a book is going to be a bestseller is to read other bestsellers. Read other bestsellers and see why they're bestsellers, to see why they are the New York Times bestsellers, see what makes a book good, right? You need to know that industry. You need to be understanding what, what is the benchmark. Same thing with news, if you want PR. Understand the stories. What makes a good story? What is the lead in? Listen to the sound bites. What makes a good story? And I always say, if you want to be an excellent uh, author, you need to study other authors. If you want to be in a TV commentator and always be invited back by a reporter for a story, read other stories. Read the news. Understand what they're doing, especially maybe the top 10 of the media that you want to be in. Understand what makes them tick. Understand what's relevant for them. Understand how you can fit in. You know how they always say, you know, get in where you can fit in. So you get in where you fit in based on their platform, based on their outlet. So whether it's I'm talking about online platforms, whether I'm talking about the, the Rude or the Grio, or I'm talking about uh, Blavity or I'm Madame Noir, any of those are online outlets. So let me just stop there and put a pin in this right here. 
So I'm really talking about speakers and authors that want to get out there and get known. That's one area and primarily African-Americans. I said this to my uh, friend the other day. He's an Emmy Award winning producer. And I said to him, we were just having a conversation. I said, you know, there's a lot of African-Americans that are in positions of power, um, whether they're editor, producer, news editor, whatever, they're in that position of power. And they make decisions of what gets shown on the news, in the news, written about. I said, is there a conscious, is there a conscious, uh, I guess you would say feeling or empathy that they would have because they are one of the few, they're minority in the newsrooms, to really try to bring other African-Americans along as subject matter experts in the stories. I said, I know news is supposed to be obviously objective, but we all have that subjective thing about what, what we choose to pick and why. And he said, I don't know. He says, do you think people think like that today? And he's an older gentleman. He says, you think they think like that today? I says, you know, when I started out, I was just really making sure that our voices were heard. Black Voices Matter was not just a tagline or a hashtag. He says, I always felt that way. He says, do you think that they feel like that today? So then as a publicist, reaching out to some of the African-American people, say at the dailies or some of the African-American people that are on the assignment desk or some of the African-American people that I know that are reporters, you know, not talking about the black press because that's a different thing, but I'm talking about the, the secular media, the major media, the majority media, do they have that, that kind of chip? And I really have to say and, and ask, you know, my friends that are in those high level places, do you really feel that you're called to be in that position to really open the door for others? And, the, and not saying that you have to give everybody a pass. I'm not saying that you give a pass, but to really make a conscious effort, just like it's a conscious effort for me to buy black. If I can do business with a dentist that is someone that I know I can build their business by building my community because they're African-American, I will make that choice or whatever it is because our dollars show where we care and how make sure that our dollars turn over in our community. Same thing with media. I believe that, and that's why I do get out there and get known podcasts. And I really try to train and educate those that are in the African-American community, how to better approach the media so that they are picked up and shown. That's why I create things like Speakers Magazine, you know, for our uh, African-American community. You know, people that are on the cover here typically are awesome, awesome clients. You know, I got Nicole Robert Jones and Dr. Stacey N.C. Grant, and then this month, Dr. Sherwood, she was on the cover as well. They're excellent. And Speakers Magazine is a very uh, award-winning, coveted magazine that I put African-American people in spotlight and highlight them. That was intentional. That was intentional just from the standpoint that I know that a lot of times they're looked over. So I always say, well, if you're in this spot as an African-American and you know that you can shine a light on someone who is an African-American subject matter expert or, or speaker or author, do you, will you defer to them first? Will you give them a chance? And that's all that really um, a lot of the publicists, like myself, African-American publicists, we're looking for that 
that person, and there are some few, that a lot of them are in the National Association of Black Journalists um, that that do that. And, and we appreciate that, but I think there should be more. And I'm just speaking out from the standpoint that don't ever think that you're going to be in a position because you're so great. You're standing on shoulders of other people, I'm talking about African-Americans, other people that are in our community that have paved the way for you. And so it's almost like a responsibility that you should also try to pave the way for other people. Didn't mean to sound preachy. It's supposed to be about PR, but I'm just talking to those African-American producers, editors, and reporters that we need to have that chip in us to really help. And I'm just saying that obviously we need to have ourselves together. Ah, you're welcome. <laughs> yes. And it's, it's one of the things that we're not saying we're anti anybody when you're pro someone else. It's the fact that when you do see someone who is going to build your community up, you get excited. And so just to give a little bit of history of why the Black press is really around is because it does shine a, a spotlight and go deeper into our community. So whether it's the Afro in Baltimore or it's the NNPA, which is a collection of about 300 Black newspapers across the country, NNPA stands for National Newspapers Publishers Association. It is the uh, director of it is Dr. Ben Chavis. Uh, he's out of Washington, D.C., but also, too, there is also... Uh, Hiram Jackson with the Michigan Chronicle that is a consortium of newspapers run by Real Times, Pittsburgh, and that sort of thing in Atlanta. But he made a conscious effort to be in this space promoting those people that are doing good in the hood, doing good in the neighborhood, doing good in our communities. That's fine. But we also want to get into the other platforms as well, whether it's the PBSs or it's the CNN or it's the New York Times. Obviously, there are always going to be beat reporters that cover race and culture and things like that. But also, too, there are business people that are Black in business, and they should not always be pushed over to, oh, that's race and culture. That's for diversity issues. No, we're business people. So that's the thing that I really want to make that sure. But I do want to make sure that as uh, subject matter experts, whether it is Dr. Cheryl Wood or it's Nicole Roberts-Jones, that they step up and that they are excellent. And they are. They're excellent in terms of their messaging. Uh, this is a picture of Dr. Cheryl Wood where she was speaking in uh, South Africa here with some kids. Those are the type of things that it's like, I should have known about that. I should have read about that in the news. I should see on that on Good Day Washington, or I should read about it in uh, the Washington Post, wherever, you know, because those are things that are doing good. But it's up to one for the story to be told and then pitched to the media. And then two is for the media to look at that story with an eye that says we want to really make sure that we are covering our community in a positive light. Yeah, if you if you shoot somebody, kill somebody, you're going to get on the news, right? That's, that's the thing. But there's people that are doing good work and they just need an opportunity. There needs to be an open door. And so this particular thing, Real Talk About PR, works both ways. It works for the person who wants to get the publicity, who wants to show the relevancy to that audience, that they're doing good work, that they are trying to make a difference, that they are impacting lives. And they are. All of the speakers and authors, the ones that are on my cover, are impacting lives. They are impacting lives day to day. They are impacting lives with their books, with their messaging. Um, and so a lot of times it's like they get frustrated because 
they want to pitch, they don't know how, so they can go through my Ready, Set, Go Speak program and they can learn how to pitch. But then we also need on the other side for those that are in the positions of power and decision-making about allowing the story to come through. And I always say this too, if you do see, if you're on the assignment desk or whatever, and it's not a story for you, direct them to the right person, direct them to someone. There's nothing wrong with being nice and kind, right? This being nice and kind is one of the the true essence of why um, people will be around for a long time. You know, the whole thing about um, our heroes and things like that, whether it's Maya Angelou or uh, Colin Powell, they were nice and kind. They were respectable people. They respect all people. So we're just saying to value all people and to really not just because sometimes there's some people, I'm just saying there's some people that are Black that will not cover Black people because of some kind of self-hate that they have on sign themselves. So they won't cover anything Black. And that's a whole nother conversation for another day. That's a whole nother thing. But then there are some people that are very pro-Black, like my friend, I was talking about the Emmy Award uh, winning producer. He always said, Black stories matter. Black voices matter. We just need to be the ones that really dig them up and share them with the world. And I know I have some friends that work in some of the um, that CNBCs and NBCs and and ABCs and the Today shows, and they do. They they have to really fight a little bit in their in their circles in their planning sessions of trying to get these stories told. But we have to come forward and just really give them something, some good ammunition. All right, good ammunition is like a well written pitch uh, with a good angle that has a good hook, something that is relevant to that audience. Uh, making sure that their website is correct and on point making sure that they have great photos and if they have B-roll or if they are going to do a Zoom background, that it is great lighting. Because a lot of times you're not going in the studio. You want to make sure that you're good lighting, that you know how to really dress appropriately for the occasion, right? That's one of the main things. You want to make sure you're dressing appropriate for the occasion. So you want to make sure that it's always that, A, you have a checklist. And I have a checklist that um, how to succeed to be uh, media guests. I have a checklist that I give the people in the Ready, Set, Go Speak program. And it's really a checklist about A, B, C, and D and just making sure because those are the things that the media is going to be looking for. And they want to look for that checklist in their mind. And then I give you the cheat sheet to say, okay, make sure you have this so that they don't say no, that they always say yes. And so if you have a great press release, it's put out on the wire. You're reaching out to the media. You're following them on Twitter. You're speaking to them on LinkedIn. You're building a relationship. You're understanding what they're about, what they want to do, how their um, how their voice is, what is the voice and the tone of the, the outlet that they're working for. And you, you follow suit. You get in where you fit in. You get in where you fit in in the media. Okay. You're a subject matter expert, but they're not there to promote you. I always say that they're not there to promote you. Yes. Promotion happens once you are given that opportunity, but that's not their job. That's the advertising department. If you want to run an ad. Okay. So no matter what, so some of the things that obligatory, like, okay, there's a ribbon cutting or there's a, a grand opening or, you know, you, you know, those type of things, those aren't really newsy stories or there's a new book. Um, you know, but you can find a way to make it interesting. And that only comes from watching the news, being a news, like 
watching it from the eye of a producer or looking at it from the eye of the editor or the reporter to see what is makes it interesting. And that really takes a little bit of skill. Uh, that's why people hire publicists. But then also, too, my Ready, Set, Go Speak program, I go through that. One of the things people go through 12 courses, there is a whole vault of nine African-American reporters and producers uh, and some editors that tell you exactly what they're looking for. It is not found nowhere else on the internet. It is only in this program in ReadySetGoSpeak.com. And it's one of those things where I wanted to talk to them. I interviewed them one-on-one and says, what are some of the mistakes that we're making when we're pitching you? What is one of the things you would like more of? What are some of the stories that you're covering? How can we how can we pitch you? What is the best way? And so that's all in there. And then also, too, there's a whole vault of templates of how to write a press release because you have to really show it in a way speaking their language. So you can't be in first person. First of all, press releases are never in first person and they're never fluff. It should be written just like a news story. That's why I say you should read more newspapers so you understand their language. So that's really the main thing that I really want to make sure that the real talk about PR is that it's not magic. A, a publicist just can't wave a magic wand over you and say, "Ooh, hocus pocus!" You know, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna be a star. But it doesn't happen like that. It does take work. It does take work on your part, and it's really the thing that makes sure that you always have in your heart that the reason why you want the publicity is to really make an impact, to share your story, to inspire, encourage, educate, or inform. Inspire, educate, or inform. Though it's bigger than you, right? So I know a lot of times we're into this whole era right now of things being so ego-driven. I had did a video on YouTube called Ego Marketing. And uh, it really is because people can get I guess you would say addicted to likes on Facebook. And then they translate that into thinking that the news is going to love you too. The news is different from Facebook and Instagram. All right. You can get a lot of likes and a lot of fanfare from all this stuff. And that's just, that's the world we live in. But the news is going to stay the same. It's going to be run by ethics. And it's going to run by people who are trying to tell a story. These are the journalists. These are the people that are the storytellers, the truth tellers, the investigative reporters. 60 Minutes. I mean, you know, they're not trying to find some fluff piece, right? So think about the news in that way and you'll be able to get real PR. Real PR because your heart is right in terms of really trying to educate, inform, or inspire and tell a story that's going to influence and impact other people because it's relevant. And knowing the news cycles was relevant. Right now, a lot of talk about Ahmaud Arbery is going on and the that whole piece right there. So if you see the news cycles, a lot of them are talking about the same thing. So you can really piggyback on some different stories so that you can add your your advice, your expertise, your viewpoint that will that maybe hasn't been talked about. You know, sometimes they call it newsjacking. In the old days, we call it piggybacking on a story. But whatever it is, knowing what's relevant is really key. Yes, knowing what's relevant is really, really key. So with that, I'm going to uh, really just share a little bit of information about a program that I have. And um, then I'll be back in a sec. Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy Award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine.
I know that you probably have a message that you want to reach the masses. And you've been doing it for a long time. It's just, I just need that big break. Enter in the Brain Accelerator Program, where we bring to you 10 key experts that will give you access to their brain and to their resources so that you can accelerate. I know that in order to really grow my influence and my impact, I've got to get on media. I've got to be seen. So I've had other publicists that have worked with me in the past, but Pam doesn't just focus on where you are right now. She focuses on where you're going and what publicity, what media is in alignment with that. So one of the things that Nicole said, it says, I don't focus on where you are now, but where you're going. So if you're getting started in publicity, this is where I would say, especially to my African-American authors and speakers and thought leaders, start with your African-American press. Yeah, Maybe go to NNPA, go to blacknews.com. Those are the good first stops. Then maybe your black radio. Okay. Every market has a black radio. So they have black newspapers they have black radio, right? That's 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 the first level. So think about how you can fit in. You're probably consuming this media already. So you're seeing, you're reading their weeklies, you're listening to the radio. How can you fit in? Sometimes what I tell people really, really good is to call into the shows that you listen to and say, hey, I'd like to give a comment on what you just talked about. That's a great way to know the producer's name. That's just one little tip. Then also too, every market has dailies. They have dailies, they have your uh, different sections. So knowing the sections, you got the section A, you probably have like the feature section, you have a business section, you have a sports section. So knowing that and then digging in deeper and knowing which reporters cover what. Okay, you find that on Twitter or you can find it on their website. And then also every market has its own local paper. Don't really throw your nose up. Oh, that's just my local paper. That's your weekly. Hey, they are journalists. They're trained. You never know where that journalist is going to be next. That journalist may start in the local paper in Texas, but eventually they could be writing for the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal or the Washington Post in a few years. You just never know. So you treat every reporter with respect. You treat them all like they are you know, the next going to be working for Oprah. Okay. Because you just never know. I personally, I know that a lot of friends that I went to college with are now working in major stations and, and newspapers and things like that. So you just never know. The other thing, so you have your newspapers, you have your magazines. There are local magazines in every market. Okay. So you just figure out how you can get in where you can fit in, right? So those are the things too. So every market has that. And then the television station. So by watching Whichever one, if it's an ABC, CW, Fox, you know, you look at what's in your market and how you actually fit. If it's a weekend show, if it's a community fair show, if it's a morning show, you know, each one has a different tone. It's up to you to really understand that tone. It sounds like a lot. Yes, it is. That's why I said it's not just magic. It does take work. It really takes a mindset to know which one is news. So, if you're trying to get on television, you've never been on television before, I always tell people to start maybe with your local cable company, right? You can start with local origination program. You can, in New York, they have some wonderful uh, stations there that do, I think it's in Brooklyn where the shows are really, really good. So, but just to get used to it, you can't just start right out and get on Good Morning America and Today Show and you haven't been on your local station. That's not going to happen. Trust me, that will not happen. 
unless there's some kind of like viral thing that you did and it's just like they need you on. But for the most part, you're going to have to work your way up the rung, start local, start regional, maybe do some some uh, digital things as well. Podcasts are really important. Online uh, magazines are important. Things like Speakers Magazine, those are important. So you want to start there. But the whole point of it is that media begets media. Someone asked me, what does that mean? Media begets media. You know how like in the Bible, such and such beget, such and such beget, such and such beget. (laughs) So every piece of media that you have is like a seed and it grows to the next level. It grows. And so you want to start somewhere so that it can grow. And eventually you'll have a whole bastion of of media collections where you've been on radio, TV, print, magazines. And people say, oh, I see your name everywhere. But they don't realize that you started at the bottom and now you're here. So you do have to have that uh, humility about yourself to start there and to work everyone like you're in front of the Oprah okay, or CNN, you, you use that. And how does PR really work? It gives you credibility. Obviously, it gives you visibility. But the main thing too, it shows a different light of you that is told through a reporter or through a news outlet that is giving you the outline of how to really, um, I guess you would say, how to really be uh, shown or subjectively shown to the audience instead of like, I'm posting on Facebook, I'm posting on Instagram, aren't I great? Whereas now you have a third party really giving you that implied endorsement. All right. That's the reason why. That is really the reason why. So I am so glad. Hey there. (laughs) I want to say, oh, as an emerging journalist, I appreciate you are so welcome, Lainey. You're so welcome. And I just see that make sure, Lainey, that as a, uh, that you join National Association of Black Journalists. That is a really, really great group. They will mentor you. They will also share with you the vision of why they got started. It can be rough out there as a one of the minorities, as an African-American working in a large news organization. I've worked for several myself. And it's you're always like one of the few, if not the only, working in a, a particular spot. We're kind of used to that, but it's really a lot more competitive in the news organization. So you will need a group like NABJ to really uh, give you that, uh, I guess you would say, inspiration and encouragement. And a lot of the ones that are in there, uh, they do do that. Um, I had a great friend that, um, Angelo Henderson, he was uh, president of NABJ in Detroit, and he provided so much inspiration and support. He is a Pulitzer Prize winner, uh, Wall Street Journal. He passed a few years ago, but he was a great inspiration. And he walked his talk. His wife, uh, Felicia Henderson, is now working as she retired from the Detroit News. But she actually is still really mentoring a lot of journalists to this day. So make sure that you join that too, okay, Lainey? And stay in touch with me as well, because I'd love to hear how your journey is going. So with that, I am going to end this podcast because I can talk so long about my favorite subject, which is marketing and PR. And um, I just want to just say, if you want to get ready for the media, please check out Ready, Set, Go, Speak. It's my program that will get you all the way together so that when the when you do pitch to the media, they'll say yes, okay? And it'll grow your business and it'll bless your whole life. So with that, I'm Pam Perry and I'm out. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. 
Head over to PanFerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, PanFerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.